Hello everybody, welcome to the very first episode of Dare to My Heart podcast. (laughs) I am so excited to have you here. This has been an idea in my mind for, I want to say at least a year or more, but especially in the last couple months. And I said, you know what? It's not going to be perfect because I'm a perfectionist, so I have to let that go. Um... And just get out there and do it. It's about helping the people. But you know what? I went into all that and didn't even say who I am. So forgive me, y'all. My name is Michelle Allen. I am the host of this wonderful podcast. How are you guys? Um, so let's kind of talk into some things. What is the Dare to My Podcast? Who are you? What are we going to talk about? Let's cover the basic housekeeping type stuff. And I hope I cover everything. This is my first solo podcast. Um, I do have a podcast that I do with my husband. We co-host together. It's called the You Gotta Love Love Podcast, where we shine a light on love, marriage, family, um, and happiness and joy in this world. Um, but this is my first solo podcast. My husband has his own solo podcast. He's had that for a couple of years now at this point. Um, and it's the life's GPS podcast. So, you know, podcasting just seems to run into the family. I love podcasts and I'm sure those of you that are listening to me, most of you probably have a love for podcasts as well. So this is a medium that I'm comfortable with. And, um, I use on a daily basis myself And um, I felt it was a good tool to help the family caregivers out there. So that leads into my next answer as to the question of, well, why was this podcast created? I created this podcast because I wanted to help family caregivers. Let me give you some background on myself. I am a nurse. I've been a nurse for over 15 years now. And most of my years have been in home care. I did my first year in the ICU in a a new graduate program. Um, I ended up um, getting pregnant with my first child and had to go on bed rest. Uh, Once I went on bed rest and had the baby came off, I realized a 12 hour hospital schedule and my husband's work schedule um, in law enforcement was not gonna work (laughs) with this new baby. (laughs) So with that being said, um, a friend of mine, her mom was in the home care field and she pulled me in. home care working at her agency and I've never left home care um the home care arena since um it's been very helpful for my family it's very flexible it allows me to be um steady in my hours where my husband's job does not um it allows me to be present for the boys as they're growing up um so uh yeah so with that being said um And I said, my boys and my husband. So I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend, I'm a sister, um, but I'm also a home care nurse. What I do at this point, um, I've done many areas of home care. Um, I've done, um, I've been a home attendant. I started as a home attendant, went into nursing school, um, became a registered nurse. And that's where I am at this point. Um, I go into patients' homes and I see what's going on. That's pretty much been the the gist of what I've been doing for the last 15 years. I've never gone into the home to do the skills like the dressing changes and to give the injections. That's a different side of home care. That side I've never done. Um, but this side where I'm going in to check on the home intent and see what they're doing, making sure the patients are stable at home. Are there been any changes in their health? Do they need more home attendant hours? Do they need less home attendant hours? Or do we need other services in the home? Physical therapy, maybe equipment. I'm going in to evaluate all that and assess all that. Um, In that process, 
I love my patients. I love my patients. And my patients range from people I've I've done cases on that are my age, um, in their 30s or 40s, to as high up as over 100 years old. I love meeting my centennials. Um, but with that, I, I see what's going on. And there's, I feel what I see, there is a lack, maybe not a lack, what's the word I want? There's a gap. Maybe I'll use the word gap. There's a gap in what's being said and done to keep aging loved ones at home and at home safely. There's a gap in terms of getting resources out to family caregivers so they know what's available to them. Um, You know, when I do my assessments, one, I didn't start out knowing everything and I still don't know everything, Lord knows. But as I keep seeing patients over all these years, I've learned things and I've seen patterns and I'm able to share what maybe one family has shared with me, help them. I can pass it on to another family if I see it in a similar situation. Um, some basic things like, okay, mom is struggling with uh, remembering to take her medication. Okay, have we tried a pill box yet? Let's talk about a pill organizer and, and maybe that or another form of a, a pill dispensing type of um Technology, technology is forever changing. So that's why you'll never know everything when it comes to home care and and keeping loved ones and aging seniors at home. But I noticed that the families are there. So let's think about this. We have home attendants, right? Home attendants are traditionally trained through the state some some way, somehow. And with the home attendants, they're taught skills. I know this because I've taught the home attendant program as well through one of my agencies I used to work for. And I think it was a 12-week course at the time. I've taught a couple rounds of that. So I know what the aides are being taught. They're taught skills. They're taught um, what to look out for. They're taught for signs and symptoms for certain things and then who to alert in those situations. The families are not. You ever think about that? The families are not. The families are just home with their loved ones and figuring it out as they go. Or they're not home and they're long distance some way, somehow. Um, just not living in the same home with them and still trying to figure things out. If you're in a different state, even harder. If you're not even in the U.S. and you're a child that lives outside, even harder. So it's like, well, who's helping the family caregivers? They don't know what's happening. They were never trained. There's no program for them to, to go to to learn how to do these things. So that's where I stepped in. And I'm like, you know what? I want to do something. I got to figure something out. So I started um, my, my business, which is called Dear to My Heart. So my podcast is actually named after my business, Dear to My Heart. And it's a nursing concierge business where I help family caregivers keep their aging loved ones at home, um, especially more so in the New York City area uh, because I'm based in New York. I'm in Queens. So with Dear to My Heart, I have different services I offer. I may offer going to someone's home and pre-pouring medication. I may offer, um, not that I may, I do. I offer pre-pouring of medication services, preparing the meds for someone. I offer uh, patient advocate services. I go to them with them to their medical appointments, um, sit in with them, see what's going on, talk to the doctors and come back to you guys as family and let you know what was said or explain back to the patient what was said. Sometimes the doctors say, such terms that it's like, what? Or the patient is really not sure what was said. They say they're sure, but they're not. So then I have to go back now and kind of re-address what was discussed and simplify it maybe a little bit more than what the doctor has time to sit and do in the office. So that's patient advocate. 
uh, services. I also have services, uh, which is a wellness checks where I go in once a week and check on your loved one. Um, that's very helpful for those who are not living with their loved ones. You may be in the same state, but not living with them. You may be in a different state and not living with them. So that service is very helpful for them as well. I also offer strategy calls or pick my brain sessions as I call them. That's when, now that's open to anyone. You could be anywhere in the world and have this session where we discuss something's happening at home with your loved one and you're just not sure what to do. What options do I have or what what things am I not think, considering or thinking about? Because it's not your area. You're an accountant by trade. You're in finance. You don't know the health portions and, and how it works. Let me give you an example. I actually had a call yesterday. Um, and this young lady, her mother is in the rehab, um, in the rehab just for temporary short-term purposes for physical therapy before she discharged home. So I told her one of the things I discussed with her was, you know what, there's a few things you need to look out for when someone is in rehab. One, if you can be present, be present. Um, We're in the time of COVID at the time of this recording. So everybody's rules are different. At this time, um, I have gone into the nursing homes a couple times now since being back in the field and seeing patients in person with my job. So they're requiring that any visitors must show proof of vaccination in order to come into the rehab. So that goes for uh, me as a nurse going in, their own staff, or um, any visitors that are, you know, family or whatever. You have to show proof of vaccination. That's a state mandate, not just on a nursing home thing. So it just depends what the state and where you are and at the time of this recording, what's happening. You know, remember there was a time in early COVID, no one was allowed to go inside. So it just depends. So if you're able to get in, get in and see your loved one. Be present. Let them know that this patient has family. And it it's sad that we have to do that because everyone should be treated the same way. But I'm going to be honest with you, it's just not happening. So unless they see that someone is there um, making eyes and, and, and seeing like, huh, what's going on? Then sometimes things get slipped through the ca- cracks and patients are forgotten. Um, so that's one piece of advice I gave her. Another piece of advice I gave her was, with her mom, uh, one, make sure you're on top of the discharge. Don't let them call you. And that's when the first time you're hearing about discharges coming up in a few days. You start talking about discharge with them from now. Try to prepare yourself. Try to get a step ahead of them the best that you can. Um, another thing I also, this was a big one I told her, I said, make sure that you are present for a physical therapy session with your mom. Obviously, they're doing physical therapy with her now, maybe once or twice a day. But you need to be present close to the discharge to see what is mom able to do or not able to do. That way you can determine is mom safe to come home. That's major. You know, um, here in New York, um, everywhere is different. But here in New York, a lot of the houses are old. A lot of our houses have stairs. Um, A lot of our houses, the bedrooms are on the second floor. And um, the main common areas like the kitchen, living room, dining room is first floor. So you have to think about that. There's stairs to enter the house. Maybe they live in a basement, so you have to go down basement steps. So all of that you need to take into consideration. And I'm sure the facility does too, but I always say be proactive. You know, I need to see for myself what mom is able to do before she comes home or to determine if she can even come home. Maybe there's some adjustments that need to be made before she comes home, or maybe it's to the point, the way the setup is, she's not going to be able to. So with that, I told her, 
make sure you see uh, participate in a physical therapy session to see what's going on with mom, whether it's in person or virtual. And I can tell you they can offer you a virtual because I did a virtual recently with a relative of mine um, who was in rehab um, and they were out of state. And I said this relative cannot go home until I saw a virtual uh, physical therapy session, which at the end of that session, we determined um, it was not the best move for him to go home at that moment. So we had to, you know, learn about some other things. So those are a few things um, in terms of like a strategy call, an example of what something like that would come through. Um, what do I try to plan to have on this podcast? Well, listen, I want you to be, and I said this in my, um, my promo episode before this, like, just be patient with me and come along with me for the journey and see where this goes. I'm open to wherever this is going to go. My intention is to provide resources or information on resources for loved ones and, uh, for caregivers caring for their loved ones, their aging loved ones specifically. And that may be uh, New York-based companies because I am New York-based. So a lot of it will be New York-based companies as well as any companies that can be offered more nationwide definitely will have those on as well. So that can help those who are non-New York listeners. That's not to say that non-New York listeners can't get something from this podcast. Maybe there's a service that's here in New York that you're like, okay, let me Google my area and see if there's something similar. So you never know. So the episodes will still be more than relevant to you wherever you live if it's outside of New York, okay? I want to do resources like in terms of having products or reviewing products or the creators of the products or some sort of representation from the company that makes the products that makes it easier or safer to keep your loved ones at home or if they're getting ready to transition. Um, I also want to review services, not just products, but services as well that people offer, Um, whether it's state services, private services, like how my service is with Dare to My Heart as a nursing concierge business. I'm a private service. We're not paid through the state or any insurance. It's an out-of-pocket service. So things like that. I also want to do um, talk to some family caregivers, people who maybe currently or in the past have gone through it to let you guys know you're not alone. I think that's one thing a lot of my family caregivers is a constant pattern over the last years. When I tell them like, you know, you're not alone. It's not the first time I've heard a patient say X, Y, and Z, or you're saying X, Y, and Z, or you're feeling this way. Trust me. And they're like, it's not just me. And I'm like, no, it's not just you. But being a family caregiver can be so isolating at times. If if you don't surround yourself or have a, a access to people that are in a similar situation as you, you do feel like you're by yourself. There's family members that, you know, and you know people, oh, the human race, how people are. Like, oh yeah, call me if you need anything. Yeah, I'm here to help. And when you call, like, I need some help or I need some assistance, no one wants to answer the phone, it's all crickets. That's how it is. And it feels very isolating in those moments. But please know, whatever you're going through, nine times out of 10, you're not alone. Nine times out of 10, you're not the first one to go through it. And nine times out of 10, you will not be the last one to go through it. Okay? So trust me, I sympathize and I empathize. As much as I'm a a nurse and I want this podcast to be for family caregivers, I forgot to mention I'm also a family caregiver. Uh, currently, my husband and I, we are family caregivers for um, our aging relatives, parents, and some extended family members. Uh, this year in 2021 was a rough year for us. Uh, we lost two family members that we were 
uh, caregivers for. Um, we lost my brother-in-law uh, right after Christmas 2020. And then we lost my father-in-law July, I want to say July 2021. So just a couple months ago. It's been a rough ride. But through both scenarios, we've learned a lot in helping them from afar. They were both long distance uh uh, family members for us, so they were not close. Um, I've also had now to add on to my roster. I always joke that we have our own like home care agency because of the people that we have to look after one way or another in terms of being a family caregiver. So now we've added on to my roster my dad, who's going through some medical um, issues that were recently diagnosed this summer, which is a couple months ago. Um, and he's, he's pushing through, uh, but still now I'm, I'm a little bit more hands-on and more involved in hearing what's going on with him, um, in that sense. So it's, it's a lot, it can be overwhelming, um, but it can be done. It can be done. Um, it can be stressful, but it can be done. You can get through it. You can get through it and you have to remember to take care of yourself, but we'll go into more details about that in another episode down the line. Um, let's see. How long are these podcast episodes going to be? To be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long they're going to be. However long I feel like they need to be. You know, they're definitely going to be longer than five minutes. So, like, I'm already at 17 minutes at this point. So, it's definitely going to be more than 10 minutes, I would think, most episodes. Um, it can be as high up as an hour, depending on what's going on. However long it takes me to get across the information that you guys need, that's what I'm going to do. So we're going to um, do that. So just be prepared for the ride. The, the length of time will fluctuate. And we're starting this podcast. This is officially number one. But we're at the time that you're hearing this, it'll be, I don't want to say a date because I don't want to, you know, I have plans for when, what date. But in the month of November is when you're going to hear this podcast or when it's released, I should say. So November of every year is Family Caregiver Month. And in that month, we're supposed to, you know, provide resources for family caregivers, celebrate our family caregivers, um, you know, and what they're doing and caring for their loved ones. So with that, I just figured it was the best time to start a dear to my heart family caregiver resource podcast. <laughs> so you see what I did there, right? You see what I did there. So that's just the perfect timing of it all to start this a podcast, a business that I have that is geared for family caregivers and caring for their loved ones to help provide resources for you, to help make this family caregiving journey, I'm not going to say easy, but definitely a little easier, a little less stressful. Maybe there's something here you were looking for, you've Googled, um, like I said in my promo uh, clip earlier. Um, I'm not trying to be the Google of family caregiving necessarily. There's so many resources out there, but I'm hoping that I will be considered one of those resources or even a resource that goes into more detail than what you're finding online. Um, you know, I've, at least for me, I know for me, when I search the web, I find things and I need a little bit more detail. So I may go to YouTube or I'll type into the search engine of the podcast for Apple Podcasts. 
and I'll find an episode about whatever I'm looking for and then I'll listen to that and that gives me more detail. The YouTube video will give me more detail. So that's what I'm hoping that will be, I will be for you. You've Googled something, you see this product, like, hmm, let me see if I can find a review on it or some more information about it. It's just, you know, what you found on YouTube was a two minute clip, which is just like the promo clip from the company, which isn't telling you anything about how's it being used and how's it helping that person. I'm hoping that, um, I will be that person that you'll, this podcast will be the podcast that you can come to and go, well, we were looking at the ring, uh, for example, you know, the ring, uh, doorbell, you know, and let's figure out how that would help mom, a ring doorbell. Yeah, I have a ring doorbell, but how's that help my mom? Right? So things like that, that is the goal. So, you know what? This is just the intro. I pray I didn't babble, 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 babble too much with you guys. <laughs> I know I'll become more and more comfortable as the time goes on. I can't wait maybe 10, 20 episodes from now to look back on this first episode and re-listen and go, okay, girl, you've come a long way. You've improved. Um, And I pray that you guys stay along for the ride. And if you need any more information about the podcast or if you want any information on um, my nursing concierge business and any services we may be able to provide for you, you can definitely go to my website, www.daretomyheart.com. Wherever you listen to this podcast, if you can subscribe, that'd be awesome. If you could even leave a review based on the episodes you'll be listening to, leave a review. I encourage a positive review. Um, I would love that <laughs> more so than negative reviews, but whatever it is, it is. Um, and I, I want to definitely make sure I'm here for you guys. So until next time, and I think I already know what the next episode is going to be. So until next time, you all be blessed and I will talk to you soon.